Hello, welcome to the CND podcast. I'm senior reporter Thomas Cox. For this podcast, I tracked down the first winner of CND's Above and Beyond Award, Harun Mahmood, whose victory was announced at a sold-out event in London. This award is to feature in the 2019 awards at a brand new venue next to London's O2 Arena. You can enter these now, so listen closely to get some tips on what makes a winner. The Above and Beyond Awards celebrates the individual stories of pharmacists and pharmacy staff who go that extra mile for the patients, their team and for the sector. Out of 10 shortlisted candidates in 2018, Harun received the most votes from CND readers. I caught up with him at a pharmacy in Darlison Medical Centre in the West Midlands where he's working as a relief manager for Well to hear the tale behind his award. So we have two patients, Margaret and Monica, who were regular patients on um, little trays that we do every, like Vista Packs, every couple of weeks. Um, as with everyone, we always have that rapport with everyone who comes into our pharmacy. They're not, like strangers, they're family. You literally treat them like family. Um, I noticed a couple of weeks after I saw them last, they weren't coming themselves. And we've had patients ask, where are they? So I wasn't too sure myself. So I rang the actual warden who is in control of the housing estate where they live. Um, and he, he informed me that they were actually in the hospital. Um, Margaret had septicemia and Monica had pneumonia. So they're best friends for 60, 60 years. They've done everything together. And so ironically, they were both ill together at the same time as well. So what I did is um, I arranged some flowers um, to go to the hospital, but obviously they're being discharged the same day. So I thought, well, I finish my work at 6pm and pop over and just make sure they're okay, say hello. And just surprise them, really. So obviously it's from myself and the team to say, hello, how are you? And we are thinking about you, really. Um, nowadays, it's very easy to get you know, thrown away with budgets and you know, numbers and whatnot. But for us, and my kind of stance and ethos is, everyone isn't a number, they're a person. There's, there's somebody, there's a human being behind that, you know, that person. Um, and that's what we do day in, day out. We don't record everything we do. I'm sure it's the same across the country with other healthcare professionals. But we just kind of make sure it's very obvious that we are here for everyone. Um, and Margaret and Monica really kind of really felt that love. And that's what we want to get across, that if we haven't seen you for a while, but we are thinking about you, not just about yourself or your medication, but generally you as a person. You know, how are you doing today? Um, we have to remember a lot of patients now, especially in the community, are on their own. There's a lot of loneliness out there as well. So pharmacists and pharmacy staff are pivotal to helping people, especially in their development um, and from loneliness as well. So the main reason behind that was really to say hello to them, make sure that we are thinking about them as well. Mm. Um, and that was really cascaded across. And I feel readers probably connected with that kind of that human touch mm. more so than anything else I feel so Brilliant. and is that an experience that you learn learned from and, and do you have any plans to take that idea of connecting with individual patients um, on a very uh, personal level further by taking further action in the other areas I think obviously working for wild pharmacy um, our slogan as such not that it's used as often is personalized healthcare and the well-being for the public so what I've done is taken that one step further with a few volunteers and set up a project called the community health project um, which is a localized project in which we help support people in the community with regards to um, mental health um, awareness uh, loneliness isolation bereavements and any further support that we can possibly offer them. Um, and this is done every Tuesday at the local church, St. Lawrence Church, uh, with myself and a few volunteers in the local health centre. Um, and we've had quite a lot of success so far. 
Uh, we've had one patient who suffered from bereavement and kept breaking down, has seen us and is still, still coming actually to this day. I really appreciate the service. We've had um, two girls who suffer from depression who've actually popped in the pharmacy a few times and it's amazing. Just listening to people and the stories behind what they're going through makes them realise actually the community pharmacy um, really do care about them. Um, and obviously this project has, uh, has opened up many people's horizons as well. We've kind of allocated you know, people to different projects in the community um, and just building the confidence for me as well. So for me, it's about helping support them in any way I can and most of my volunteers. But if we can't do it directly ourselves, we do signpost them to agencies in the community where they can get back into a level you know, process where they are being you know, looked after properly as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's wonderful to see uh, a single community pharmacy interact with um, numerous people uh, at this uh, lovely local level. Um, a lot of pharmacies that uh, I, I come across um, say that they, they're finding it increasingly difficult to, to offer these above and beyond services because they're under increased workplace pressures, because there's obviously the, the funding cuts, um, things like category M payments, medicine shortages. Um, there's, there's a whole clutch of issues that can create um, a barrier for people. Do you have any, um, do you find that this has created a barrier for you or does this spur you on to um, innovate in particular ways? I think, yeah, you, that is correct. There are a lot of pressures, a lot of restrictions and barriers in community farms at the moment. And obviously mentioned all of them. But for me, as an individual, I do try to inspire people. You might be obviously having an obstacle in front of you and barriers, but you can overcome them. Um, you know, my philosophy has always been, if your ship doesn't come out to you, you go out, you go swim towards that ship. Or if opportunities are not, you build a door. So for me, it's always been that same ethos. If you want, if you do, my ultimate game is to help people, to either support them, signpost them, or inspire them, really. If I can do that through secondary sources, tertiary resources, primary sources, I will do that. So for me, it's never been an obstacle. Um, the bigger the obstacle, the better the challenge, really, the more success, really. So for me, um, I just keep pushing and persevering. The ultimate game is to help support people, get them back into where they want to be. And then in life, we have journeys. Uh, my journey has become you know, where I am today. Other people are still having their own journeys. So for me, it's either adding value to that journey or taking it away. And everyone I've met so far is adding value to each other. Uh, it's give and take. So uh, for me, as an individual, I don't feel the pressures of taking anything community farms at the moment. Although it's very clear what the pressures are, um, I do manage my time around that. Um, methodically, obviously, you have to be. Um, but just marrying both up together, community pharmacy and helping other people go hand in hand, mm. really. So and that's what I've tried to continue to strive to do. Yeah, yeah the world does not build a door. It's a, it's a nice nice saying to, to adhere to. Um, hopefully, a door with a pharmacy symbol on it. Well, definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, well, we've just had the September pre reg uh, exam results. Um, as as a manager, uh, you no, no doubt interact, interact with a lot of um, pre-regers and yeah. um, newly qualified pharmacists. What advice do you have for, um, for people who've just entered the sector who are looking to make their mark in, in a way that goes above and beyond? I think first and foremost, congratulations on passing your pre-reg. Um, obviously, it's been very hard work getting there. Uh, secondly, um, pharmacy changing. It's changing very rapidly at the moment. And what you're doing today and what you'll do in the next couple of years um, is very important. You'll be an integral part of the community um, and the healthcare of people in the future. So just keep pushing, um, build up your skills, your confidence, 
um, and really aspire to what you want to do. Uh, community pharmacists are very undervalued at the moment. Uh, hopefully, in the next couple of years, the true value of pharmacists will be seen and appreciative as well. Um, and just just keep working hard what you believe in. You always put customers first. Um, work hard and achieve your goals, whatever individual they may be. But well done and keep going. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and are there any um, ideas or schemes for services, aside from the ones that you've mentioned, um, that, that you've been particularly impressed with, that you um, would, would like to see your pharmacy or other pharmacies in the area embrace in, in an effort to further the interests of community pharmacy? I think a few services which I've seen in other pharmacies, not so much ours, um, would be the smoking cessation, um, the lipotrim, to the full extent, and trajectory make management, um, as well as we've a lot of patients inquire about the uh, diabetic testings. Uh, flu jabs, obviously, we offer that more of a, offer a flu clinic or a, a, a travel clinic with other injections available as well. The immunococcal injection is very popular, especially with the Islamic community uh, who would like it before they go to the level of pilgrimage. So, we do we have opportunity to do more services here, but obviously, at the moment, we're not really doing them as such. Something more needs to be done even at a local level, the CCGs perhaps. Uh, but weight management for me would be a massive one um, and diabetic testing as well. Yeah. A lot of patients. Blood pressure obviously we offer it here but more of a sustained level at the moment but we're doing that. Just in case of promoting it and making sure everyone's aware. Um, because now it's about empowering patients. Yeah. Obviously we don't keep spoon feeding them. It's about empowering them and coaching them to look after their own health. Mm -hmm. Always believe, believe prevention better than cure. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a service I would love to see. Yeah, as a, as a good list there for for people to to peruse. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and and as manager, do you find it's easy to um to to get um your your team members motivated to um follow um up with training for the for these kind of services, like or, or other particular challenges um in in finding the time, for example, um to get people on board with them. I think as we run up towards Christmas, definitely time is an issue. Um, the volume has increased, patient obviously demands have increased, um, and the pressures obviously likewise have increased. So in the community pharmacy at the moment, I feel the team are well equipped with the training that we have been given them. But at the same time, there's always opportunities to do more, um, especially as the interaction with customers is expected to do more and more. Um, I do feel we do need more training given, especially with conditions perhaps, um, more clinical advice coming on the counter, more confidence for colleagues. Um, in our store, we do obviously have a weekly huddle where we go through um, kind of extra training required for individual different scenarios, um, how to make sure we're up to date with training. So we are quite vocal as a team, and the team are quite bubbly, quite, you know, they do build rapport with everyone quite quickly. And especially new patients as well, and be very clear about what services we do offer in store. Not many people know we do offer the obviously the weight management in our in our store, as well as the uh, free uh, free BP check, which obviously patients aren't aware of. So we are very vocal about these kind of services we offer in our store. Yeah. But in terms of training, I would say the team are well equipped with what they're doing in the store. There's always room to do more. Um, as we go through the next couple of months, to couple of years. You know, things will change, uh, training will be adapted, the guidelines, and we need to keep abreast with all the information as and when it comes in to give the best uh, delivery of care to the patients. Mm. Mm. Brilliant. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of food for thought there. 
Um, and are there any um, any other particular challenges? We just we just had uh, some slightly disappointing news about uh, the the funding in community pharmacy for for two thousand eighteen. 19 from PSNC, it's, it's not going to in, increase. Um, is is that a particular area of concern? Or is, is there anything else that you're particularly worried about uh, as a manager for work? I think at the moment, um, yes, in terms of the funding cuts that are currently happening in the pharmacy, it is a bit of a concern. But you look at, if you look at the long-term picture, now the role as a pharmacist and the pharmacy has changed, it's evolving. So we need to now picture ourselves being part of the community in in the sense that how else can we be, be utilised? So for me, utilising pharmacy and pharmacists would be providing services. So minor ailments, surgery, um, clinics, um, the flu obviously a massive one we do every year. Um, that's one avenue. But in terms of, we need to have a, a more of a dialogue with other professionals. Um, the pharmacists don't get trained for five years uh, alongside GPs, uh, doctors in, in degree programmes. Uh, what we learn, we have a higher knowledge of pharmaceuticals than actual doctors themselves. So we have all this knowledge, but we're not really utilising it in our capacity as professionals. So I do feel that we need to do more. Um, but in terms of the future of pharmacy, I think it will be more down the route of um, less kind of primary dispensing and checking prescriptions, and more case of medicine management and services, um, and that will be really towards the future. Fantastic. Okay, brilliant. Thank you so much, Harry. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. No worries. Thank you. That was Haroon Mahmood, relief manager at Well, talking to me at a store in the West Midlands. You can subscribe to all of CND's podcasts on iTunes or by searching Chemist and Druggist Podcast on your preferred Android podcast app. Thanks very much for listening.